Good morning, and thank you for joining me once again as we come to our second devotion from the Gospel of Luke. I hope you've been with us, with us uh, through the, the entirety of our Read Through the Bible plan, and we are uh, well toward working our way to its completion. So if you have a Bible, it's handy times, handy, the Bible's handy, it's a convenient time, uh, open it to the Gospel of Luke chapter 4. We're going to be looking at chapters 4, 5, and 6 today. And our focus shall begin in chapter 5, verse 17. So uh, chapter 4 opens with uh, Luke's account of the temptation of the Lord Jesus Christ, this uh, time in which uh, Satan uh, presents him with uh, a number of, uh, of temptations to uh, short circuit uh, and defeat uh, that which uh, Jesus has come uh, to uh, accomplish. And then chapter 4 continues with the beginning of his ministry, uh, his first preaching, how that is received. And uh, we move into uh, a section uh, in which it seems that Luke is quite self-conscious that he is demonstrating that Jesus has authority and power over. He has authority and power over Satan and his demons. He has authority and power over all manner of sickness. He has uh, authority and power over things like leprosy, over paralysis, uh, over religious tradition, uh, and on and on it goes uh, that Jesus demonstrates that he is uh, uniquely uh, one who has uh, authority and power. Now, one of my favorite accounts in the, in the midst of uh, this uh, kind of uh, assertion and unfolding of who Jesus is and uh, the, the authority and power that, that he has is this account of, of Jesus uh, healing uh, the paralytic who is brought to him by friends and lowered uh, down through the roof of a house crowded with those that have come to hear Jesus. So uh, chapter 5, verse 17, and we'll read uh, down through verse 26. On one of those days, as he was teaching, Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there who had come from every village of Galilee and Judea from, and from Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was with him to heal. And behold, some men were bringing on a bed a, a man who was paralyzed, and they were seeking to bring him in and lay him before Jesus. But finding no way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and let him down with his bed through tiles in the midst before Jesus. And when he saw their faith, he said, Man, your sins are forgiven you. The scribes and the Pharisees began to question, saying, Who is this who, who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? When Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered them, Why do you question in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven you, or rise and walk. But that you know, may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He said to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, rise up, pick up your bed, and go home. And immediately he rose up before them and picked up what had been, he had been lying on and went home, glorifying God. And amazement seized them all, and they glorified God and were filled with awe, saying, We have seen extraordinary things today. So in the course of this early ministry, uh, Jesus is uh, teaching. He's been performing uh, miracles. Uh, there's an occasion where a large crowd is gathered around him, gathered uh, within uh, a home. And uh, some of those that are going to prove that they are his enemies are already 
uh, being drawn to uh, his preaching, to his teaching, to this work. They want to know what's going on. They're investigating. Uh, they're listening, and it will not take them long uh, to determine uh, that he must be opposed and he must be uh, defeated and ultimately that he will be uh, killed. And so uh, uh, during uh, the course of this particular day, uh, some friends uh, bring a friend who is paralyzed and they get him before Jesus because they cannot make their way uh, through the crowd. They drop him down through the roof. They remove the roof tiles so they can lower him uh, presumably on ropes or something like that. So the man is lowered down. Jesus sees him and he's impressed uh, by the faith of those who have uh, brought uh, this man uh, to him. And he immediately addressed the most pressing need of any individual. That is namely that one's sins be forgiven. As tragedy as it as tragic as it is to to have physical uh, infirmity, disease, uh, all of these challenges that come to us in a fallen world, uh, the greatest tragedy is to not have one's sins forgiven. So Jesus spoke to that which is most important to all men. Uh, it is uh, far better uh, to die uh, with uh, unresolved physical uh, infirmity than it is to die with unforgiven sin. And so Jesus uh, this, pronounces this forgiveness, and then knowing that he's being questioned, he demonstrates what? That, hey, it's not a big deal one way or the other. I have authority and power. I have authority and power to forgive sins, but just so I, that you will know, just I am going to demonstrate to you, I'm going to do something uh, that will demonstrate that I have this authority and this power to forgive sins, namely, this man is going to be healed of his paralysis. He's going to be instructed to take up the bed that he had been brought uh, to him on, and he's told to leave. And so uh, this obviously uh, amazed most of those in the crowds, but it began the, uh, the rising level of discontent and consternation from these uh, religious leaders. And so Jesus demonstrates uh, through his physical healing power that he has the spiritual healing power uh, to forgive sins. And so that is great good news. Uh, that is uh, part and parcel of the meaning of the gospel, uh, that for those who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, our sins are forgiven. Now, again, the gospel doesn't guarantee that all the difficulties of this life will be resolved, but it does guarantee. It is an absolute 100% guarantee that our sins are forgiven. And indeed, that is good news. And so I pray that this is a blessing to your day, and we'll look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.